2: Many people plan for their family vacations better than they plan for their retirement. It may sound crazy, but there are a lot of reasons why this happens with so many of us. Hi, I'm Luann Fulmer here with Eric Heckman, president of Heckman Financial. Today on Wealth Creator Radio, you will get straightforward advice on how to plan for a secure and comfortable retirement. Eric, why is it that so many people do a better job planning for a two-week family vacation than they do for planning for something as important as retirement that could last 20, 30, even 40 years.
3: Well, what, what's fun and what's boring, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: that's probably the, the biggest difference. And the other critical thing I think that people don't always do is set a kind of a deadline, when to plan, right? So if you're going to go on a trip and your kids are off and you're going to be you know, like, we're doing a trip to Europe this summer. And so me and my 12 year old, we're researching places, things to do, things to see (laughs) along the way. Yeah. You know, he's, he's definitely into it. And so that has a timeline, right? You have to have this stuff figured out by the time you get there, right? You've got flight times and (laughs) you've got to book places to go, right? All those types of things. So with retirement, what's the time you have to have it done by? (laughs) There there isn't really a time right, until Uh you do finally retire. Mm -hmm. Um you know, and that might, that's way too late to start. <laughs> so right. you don't want to wait till that day because, you know, sometimes that day is earlier than you think. Sometimes, you know, you people get laid off or other things. So, you know, I think that's probably the biggest critical problem for people with retirement is they don't set a time to kind of review. And so if you have an annual review, now we just had tax time, right? So you just had all that financial junk sitting out someplace, who knows, maybe it's still on your desk. <laughs> and so, you know, what you want to do is say, okay, maybe now is a good time to be really starting to plan this out, you know, or, but at least pick some time every year where you're sitting down and saying, Hey, this is going to be the time I do it. And nowadays all you have to say is, you know, whoever you want to talk to, Siri, Alexa, Google, you know, <laughs> whoever, <laughs> yeah. whoever's your favorite AI companion and tell them to set a reminder and and set a reminder to, to, say okay it's time to check up uh, my retirement just like I get an annual physical just like you should be going to your dentist you should be doing this every year too because it is so critical because if you want tons of way better vacations where you've got plenty of time and you don't have to travel only when it's hot or only when the kids are out of school <laughs> so you know that's called retirement right Yeah, and you know that's the time frame when you can have a lot of great vacations so why not pick a time to plan and make it an annual recurring event.
2: So what questions should we be asking if we're getting close to retirement, Eric? You said especially you know, close to retirement, you need to have these things answered.
3: Well, here at Heckman Financial, one of the critical things we tools we use is the blueprint to to worry less wealth because we want people to worry less about retirement, and more about having fun and enjoying life. And really the biggest thing you got to have, the the number one critical tool hands down is Income. You can't have retirement without income, otherwise that's just being unemployed and that's no fun.
2: And poor. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and poor.
3: So, you know, you gotta have some money coming in from someplace. So, you know, where's that money gonna come from? Okay, Social Security should be there for some, some portion of it. it. It's gonna have issues in about 15, 20 years, so we'll have to see what they do to fix that, and usually that means lower benefits and more taxes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's one thing you got to worry about. And where's the rest of that income gap going to come from? Probably not a pension. You know, most of us don't have those anymore. Right. So so the next spot is, you know, your, your bank account, your investment account, your 401k your 457, 403b, whatever you're putting money into. That's going to be the critical tool. And so you need to know how to how am I going to get income out of there, you know, in terms of also investments. Yeah, you know, where are those monies being invested? As you get older, you need to start shifting those that risk level down and making sure you make that money, you know, into something that that you need to use and and it's going to pay you out income. Because if all it's doing is, you know, going up and down a lot, but it's more or less doing okay and and growing, that's fine when you're working. But once you hit retirement, that huge volatility—if you take money out, those shares don't come back. And so you need a lot less volatile portfolio in retirement. That's one of the most critical things that people mistakenly don't even pay attention to is volatility, because the math in retirement is so much, so much more different. And then of course there's things like taxes along the way. You know how are you going to pay for taxes? You know what's the tax effect going to be on your 401ks, IRAs? You know all these different assets that you have. And then of course we have got things like healthcare costs. Uh, the average health care cost now is around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more for a couple aged sixty five and up just for copayments medical premiums, all that stuff. We're not talking long term care; we're just talking about just normal expenses, so you know you have to have a quarter million or more just set aside just for your health care you know then lastly, who gets your stuff so those are all the things that we put into the blueprint to worry less wealth, and you know it's stuff that that you can definitely get some more information on if you want to have a thing about what are these top planning tools, what are these top you know, retirement issues? You know, do you feel, If you want a quick report, something where you can get yourself really a lot more educated, a lot smarter about what you should be looking for and how to plan that annual review for yourself, all you have to do is text the word retirement. So you just text it to 800-454-1184 against 800 800- Four five four eleven eighty four. Text the word retirement to eight hundred four five four eleven eighty four, and we'll send you that right away. You can also go on to wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Awesome. Okay. So again, you can get this complimentary guide. It has five retirement planning issues for you to consider. Complimentary. Just text the word retirement to 800-454-1184. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. And Eric is here to guide you to and through retirement successfully. We're talking today about questions you need to ask yourself so you can be prepared for retirement. So Eric, you said the first question we need to ask as we're getting ready is, you know, where are my sources of income coming from? But How many sources of income do we need in retirement?
3: Retirement's really more about lots of little paychecks that add up to the right amount that you need. So it's not going to be one place. You're not going to put your money in all one spot and say, okay, yeah, I'm done. This is it. I've got plenty of money coming in. No, it's a little bit more complicated because of that. And so say, okay, I've got this investments, uh, like we have a a mortgage fund right now we're using that, that pays 7%. So yeah, okay. If I put around 100k in there, I'm going to be getting a little over 500 dollars a month. Well, that's one little source of income, right? It's not going to be enough to live on, mm-hmm. but at least now I know I got some money coming from that one. Then you get Social Security checks, and you got you know so many other ones. And you know, if your goal is to have six, seven thousand, whatever it is, ten thousand a month, well, how many different lo- those little checks do you need? And that's really what retirement planning. You know that withdrawal feature that that distribution planning is really all about is how am I going to get that money and then how volatile is it because say if you've got uh, most portfolios I see the average yield is one to two percent, so what yield means is that's how much dividends and interest are coming off of that portfolio so if you've got say a million dollars in there and you're averaging one or two percent. Uh, yeah, that's probably not enough to live on, right? So, <laughs> no, uh, you're going to need some more money than you know than you know just that. So, uh, what happens is you're having to cash in shares, you're having to sell off, you know, principal and sell your stock along the way. Now, if it's averaging eight percent total return, so say it's two percent from yield and six percent from growth, that's fine. But if all of a sudden you're taking money out, like in the fourth quarter last year, where the market tanked guess what? Now you've you know, used up a lot of those shares. And so that's one of the things that people have to think about and really kind of pay attention to is is how are they going to get that money out? So, you know, again, we're offering this, this retirement report. Uh, that's something where you can get at least a little bit more information. Uh, obviously, you can find us on the line at wealthcreatorradio.com and learn all about us. And if you want to get more help, but yeah, you know, if you just want to get this this totally complimentary report, just text us and we'll send it right back to you. So, all you have to do is text the word retirement to 800-454-1184. Again, retirement to 800-454-1184.
4: Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement. Or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor.
2: Hi there. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. I am here with Eric Heckman, president of Heckman Financial. You are listening to Wealth Creator Radio. Eric, before we get back to our topic today, let's begin with something that our listeners can take away from this show also, which is a financial fail, and they can learn from mistakes that others have made. So what do you have for us?
3: Well, this is kind of coming out of the, the tax season here. And so I had somebody who's, who's actually a, a radio listener, and he called up and Actually, I should correct that. He actually listens to our podcast okay. <laughs> so, uh-huh. while he's driving around. And so what he was talking about is he really wanted to lower his tax rates, but he really wanted to pay less in, in taxes and retirement. We did a lot of kind of just analysis and discussion and really decided that the, you know, the Roth IRA concept would be the better way to go where you pay the tax now, but then all the money is yours when you hit retirement because mm-hmm. he's got enough years to, to make that work and yeah, you know, so we set set this all up. You know, opened some accounts, did all that stuff. Then at tax time, good old TurboTax tells him, "Oh, here, if you put money into this uh, this IRA, you can, you know, save this much money in tax today." And so he says, "Oh, I'm sending this check for." It. And I'm like, oh, "Hold on, why?" He goes, "Oh well, no, TurboTax said I could save money." And and yeah, he'd already filed his return, so I was just like, "Okay." Kind of forgot the discussion a month earlier where we so. were where we were talking about. You know, not doing that because, yeah, he saved a little bit of tax today, but taxes are on sale. They are on sale now. The sale ends 12 2025 mm-hmm. That's when we go back to the old pricing. So, hey, why would you want to pay a higher tax today to defer it past 2025? Then most likely pay a higher tax. It's one of these things where you know people sometimes forget the point. They forget the concept. What was the reason why we're doing this? And I see it all the time where people take action because of a short-term thing, and then they don't realize what the long-term effect is. You know and so that's one of the critical things really that people need to pay attention to is you know do you want to pay the lease tax today or do you want to pay the lease tax over your lifetime?
2: there you go, yeah and, over your and, lifetime.
3: and for me for me, it's always lifetime for my clients, so right. you know that's what we're more focused on, so you know when you're doing stuff like that, why are you doing it? you know that's one of the number one questions is you know why this why why am I doing this format and this tax treatment and as long as you can answer that question, then that's fine, but if you can't. Then you have to probably step back and go, hold it. Does this make sense for me? And again, having a plan makes that easier. Not having a plan makes it a little tougher.
2: Right. So, really, it would have been nice or would have been really good if he had just called you up. Yeah, and before asked p- you. pressing send. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, be- yeah, before pressing send. We're talking today about how a lot of people do a better job at planning family vacations than way they do for planning retirement. And it's because I guess, you know, we all know how to take a vacation, how to plan a vacation. You're planning a vacation. To Europe and your son's even helping you. So he's learning how to plan a vacation. Uh, none of us have retired before and we just don't know everything that it takes to plan for retirement. And that is why we are focusing on four questions that you need to be able to answer. So uh, we're talking about income right now. And most of us have retirement savings in a 401k, I would say, right, Eric, probably a majority of the people. So what are some ways that we can turn that into income?
3: Well, the 401k, pretty much by definition, is not a good income source. Oh. Uh, It's all stock market, stock and bond market assets, and nothing else. Well, none of those are designed to put off lots of high income or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you can't go out inside your 401k and buy maybe some super high-paying dividend stocks or other things, typically. Now, some of them have a brokerage option, so you might be able to tailor it slightly but again there's still a lot of things missing so for my clients we always separate everything into three assets so foundational this is stuff that can't get go away this is guaranteed assets where the principal is guaranteed by some institution steady income money this is stuff that pays you five six seven percent ideally on a monthly basis and then the stock market you know the market money and with the 401k it's all market money so if you wanted to have something that's guaranteed to pay you a lifetime income that you can't outlive, not inside your 401k. If you want to have something that's paying you six or seven percent on a monthly, you know, paid out on a monthly basis with lots of tax benefits potentially, or at least if it's inside a tax deferred account, the taxes won't matter, but at least it's paying you that six or seven percent on a monthly basis, that's not available in the 401k either. So one of the things you can do pre-retirement is for most probably I'd say sixty seventy percent. So most most four hundred one ks nowadays. Once you hit the magic age of fifty nine and a half, where you can take money out of your four hundred one ks and iras, a lot of these companies now will do a in service distribution. That's where you can take your money out of your plan and then be able to roll that over. Yeah. So um, so if you're retiring early, then yeah, you may be using the fifty nine and a half. But for a lot of people, if you're planning on working know, maybe Social Security age, 66, 67, then you can still put money from your 401K into one of these other tools and have it there, even though you're not turning on income today. Because a lot of these tools get way better if you have five to 10 years of them kind of growing and seasoning Mm -hmm. and and getting there. And so if you can do that today, even though you're not retiring today, but you got that ahead of time, then that's a great way to go. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of things about income. Uh, Social security income, of course, is one of the big ones, and knowing when to take it and what are all the rules and the taxes around it and you know, really the who, what, when, and where of, of social security, that's one of the things that you need to be knowing about on top of that 401k because obviously we're talking about getting income. So if you want to get a social security report, all you have to do is text the word SECURITY to 800-454-1184. Again, it's 800-454-1184. Text the word security, or you can go online to wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Very good. Well, you are listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, and he just mentioned he holds lots of events, some of them on Social Security. So you can find out those details, even sign up for them on their website, wealthcreatorradio.com. That's the website. Go to the events page, and you can choose from all kinds of wonderful topics to learn about retirement income planning, alternatives to the stock market, tax planning, Social Security, and a whole lot more. So, again, that website is wealthcreatorradio.com. Or if you would like, to get that complimentary report that covers, you know, the who, what, when, where of Social Security, all you have to do is text SECURITY to 800-454-1184, and you can get that today. Today, we are talking about the questions you need to ask yourself before you retire. Uh, Eric, I want to talk about married couples right now because there are so many ways to claim social security, um, as a married couple, but what do married couples need to know about when to take social security?
3: Uh, probably the, the most critical thing is the eternal check uh-huh. and, and the eternal check is the higher of the two checks. So a husband and wife married, typically, historically, at least, the husband was the one who was in the workforce longer, so maybe he's got a higher income or paid into more Social Security. Let's say his is higher. Well, a lot of guys out there do the stupid thing where they'll say, oh, well, mine's higher, so let's turn mine on first and we'll wait to take yours later because yours is smaller. Well, guess what? Since women live longer, typically than men, Mm -hmm. statistically, she may now be getting a smaller check for the rest of her life because of that action. So really, the big, big thing you have to think about is how long is that check going to be for? Well, the stats right now for a married couple age 65, 50% chance at least one of you make it to 92. 25% chance that one of you make it to 95. So that's almost 30 years of Social Security income. If you are 10, 20% less income because you started that check earlier, that's not for one year. That's for 30 yes, years.
4: Yes, the rest of your life,
3: yeah. <laughs> that, that's a lot of money. And so that's the part that people, I think, really mess up on is how long that check's going to be there. So really, whoever's got the higher income of the two, that's the one that you should wait the longest to start. Whoever's got the lower income of the two, you know, not necessarily lower income. It doesn't matter today's income, but who's got the lower Social Security benefit of the two, um, that's the one you should you should start first. And, you know, so that's something we can give you, no cost. All you have to do is, it's simple and easy, just text the word SECURITY, as in Social Security. So text the word SECURITY to 800 800- against the word security to 800-454-1184. Go online always to wealthcreatorradio.com.
4: Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor. I'm Luann
2: Fulmer here with Eric. He's president of Heckman Financial, where their mission is to get you to and through a worry-less wealth retirement. And their strategies can help you in minimizing fees and even lowering your tax costs. So wouldn't that be nice to worry less? Today on our show, we're talking about the questions to focus on uh, before you actually retire. There is more to retirement planning than just saving, right, and investing. You have to really be ready for the potential risks that could take a bite out of your savings and risks. Like healthcare costs is one of the things that we're talking about today. You need to know how you will address those costs of retirement um, because it's so much. And and according to Fidelity, you already mentioned this earlier, but a sixty-five year old couple can expect to pay. They're saying two hundred and eighty thousand dollars for healthcare throughout retirement, and those are just paying for it's like the co-payment of Medicare and things like that. So, what are options that you use, Eric, for addressing healthcare costs? Retirement
3: Well, of course it's just more about having that number into your calculation so the problem with, for most people who are work at big companies now if you're a small company like me, you know how much insane amounts you pay for health care mm-hmm. <laughs> right. so I mean for I pay more than a lot of people pay on mortgages in other parts of the country. yeah but if you work for a big company and you got all your benefits there, you may not be paying anything or next to nothing for you know for your insurance premiums. And then all of a sudden you get hit Medicare and now you got Medicare part A, part B, part D, you got the uh, Medicare supplements and all these things. So, okay, I can figure out that maybe it's roughly around 400 a, a person. So if I'm married 800, all right, we're all set, right? Well, then you got a lot more co-payments, a lot more other costs. And then of course you start going more often as you get age more, right? You, there's more issues you got yeah, I, going on. Mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot of different things, and then probably the the scariest one is the lack of dental uh, in, in retirement. That's the one that I think takes a bite out of <laughs> retirement. Uh, you know, I have to have that. Uh-huh. have to have an occasional dad joke. In yes, there. But, yes. Um, you know, but but those. I, I literally had one client who she paid, she paid twenty eight thousand dollars in dental work in one year, and she told me she goes, "I've put it in my will mm-hmm. in my trust that." I want to make sure I have a big smile when I die because these are the most expensive set of teeth I've ever had. <laughs> it, I mean it was kind of funny, but it was also ironic that yes, it was a lot of money that that was not you know in a normal budget, right? Most people aren't going to be budgeting ten or twenty thousand dollars sometimes for dental. You know so it, it's more about just having some extra money there, having that in the calculation. So when you are figuring out how much do you need to have in retirement, there's how much fixed costs. Which you know the Medicare premiums and supplement and all that stuff you can throw in there, but you gotta probably throw in some extra costs on a fixed basis for just copays extras, other things, and then also have a little bit you know back there for those big ticket items, so just kind of like your house every once in a while needs a new roof needs new whatever uh, you you need, you're gonna need some stuff too, <laughs> so <laughs> you, you need a plan for it and 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 have that money sitting there and, and ready to go.
2: My next question is, uh, do a lot of people just put off retirement, Eric, and work longer so that they're going to be able to keep their insurance, their their health insurance benefits?
3: That's got to be a critical part to anybody trying to talk about retiring early. The Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, one of the best things that that, that did for a lot of my clients was gave them the ability to know that they're going to have insurance without having to worry about it. So now depending on the future of that that process, you know, whether or not you can even get health insurance may start being an issue again, but currently at least people can still get it on a guaranteed basis. The problem is if you want to retire at 60, that premium for most people is going to be about $800 to $1,000 a month per person. And, and so if you're saying, hey, I all I need is, you know, 6000 to retire on, 6000 a month and you're married, but guess what? you probably until 65 you need to be budgeting 8000 and then you can drop down to 7000 not the 6 <laughs> because yeah. then you still have medicare supplements and premiums at that time frame and, and then the other part that uh a lot of people do is yeah they'll they'll wait till at least one can get re- yeah you know, get on there but often if there's a difference in age so maybe your spouse is 5 years younger well, you hit Medicare age, so you're like, "Oh, I'll go retire." Well, guess what? <laughs> they need to cut have that coverage, right? How are they going <laughs> to get it? And you know, if your plan was the better plan, they'll be off that once you stop working. So now, yeah, they could go on Cobra typically for 18 months, but then what? Yeah, they've got you know three and a half years left okay. to 65. So, so yeah, that I have a lot of clients that are that are doing that I've, actually, I actually have a client up who moved up to Oregon cashed out from you know down here moved to live up there cheaper and her sole goal was to get a job that wasn't stressful that was easy to do but primarily had health insurance <laughs> that was her number one goal cuz uh-huh. she she moved up there when she was 58 now she's 59. She finally now just got a job. It took her almost a year to find one. Oh, and, and so she paid a lot more in, in medical costs than she thought. So if you're going to try to retire early, yeah, it's very tough. It's, it's very expensive for that health care cost. So you do have to watch it. And then you also have to watch initially when you first uh, retire because your Medicare premiums are based on your income. It's not a tax. Well, you know, walks like a duck. so <laughs> walks like a duck. But. but Technically not a tax, but if you make too much money uh, for married couples over 170, uh, then your Medicare premiums could be double, triple, or quadrupled. And basically, the weird part about the law is if you say you retired in 2019, they're going to use your 2017 income to figure out your Medicare premiums in 2019. It takes you a year to report it, and then it takes them till the end of that year to get the info. Aww. So it's always a two year kind of satellite delay or whatever you want to call it. So you know, so these these are some of the critical things that you need to know. There's a lot more you need to know about, about retirement planning and you know just like when you go to the grocery store yeah you, know, you might have a checklist of what you need or in our family we look at the Alexa app and we you know check off all the things that, that we've told her that we need and sometimes she gets it really wrong and so you have to decipher what the heck that she thought that was said but you know as you're checking off those items then you know you're getting closer and you know you're on track. So, you know, that's what we've done. We set up a, a retirement checklist and it's a really good report for people. So, there's no cost, no obligation. All you got to do is, uh, you know, just send us text and use the word checklist to 800 454 1184. And then we'll send you a link to, to download this report against the, the word checklist to 800 454 1184. Or, of course, you can always go online to wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Today we're talking about the questions you need to ask yourself before you actually retire. Another one that we need to plan for ahead of time would be long term care or maybe nursing home care. Is that right, Eric?
3: Well, of course that's a huge, huge cost. That uh, that can be anywhere from eight to twelve thousand dollars a month right now. A month. Yeah, a month. A and month. We're not talking about the healthy spouse who still needs money and still needs to do stuff. True. Right. So we're, True. we're just talking about out outgo, um costs and of course it's after tax costs so it's a lot of money and so people back in the late 80s right when i first started the business uh there was i think around 90 companies selling long-term care i think we're down to three
2: seriously
3: I, I, it's some little number i know i know it's just down to a handful of, of companies now and the ones that you know if you have a an old policy i had one client uh, who's now retired out in idaho um enjoying retirement and everything she bought a long-term care policy from a company that's oh we've never raised rates we've never raised rates well uh, two years ago they raised their rates 37 percent oh my goodness this year 80 oh 80%. no percent you know what do you do you're in your 70s now you're not going to go out and get, you know, new health no. uh, long-term care because no. it's going to be even worse. It's not going to have as actually as good of benefits either, and so you know there are some um, alternative type options that are there are ones where you can put money in one time and and it's paid for. And, you know, it's, there's no way to raise premiums. There's no way for them to change it. No, no, no ways they can go back and, you know, mess you up. <laughs> and so, and, you know, it's good when you're doing the annual review with yourself or with your financial advisor to figure out, okay, let's check all these things off. So this is a checklist you can get right away. Uh, no waiting. All you do is uh, text the word checklist to 800-454-1184. Again, it's text the word checklist to 800-
4: Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money, and now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor.
3: Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman, and I've got a special guest here, Eric Hayden from Urban Catalyst. Good to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. So, yeah, what we're talking about today is a super unique, exciting thing, which at first when I saw the law, I thought it was kind of crazy because they created a law without creating how to do it and what (laughs) to do. And still, they're just... I came out with some of the rules just recently, right? Uh, absolutely,
1: three weeks ago, uh, they came out with the new regulations. Very exciting for us. Yeah,
3: yeah. So what we're talking about is opportunity zones, and and why don't you tell listeners, you know, what exactly these are, and and probably more importantly, who can invest in them? Because it's I think there's a lot of confusion on can anybody invest or not. Sure. Opportunity Zones,
1: you know, they're defined by census track and income levels. They're created by the federal government in 2017, and really the overall goal was to generate a lot of economic activities in these lower income areas. To invest in an Opportunity Zone, you have to invest through an Opportunity Fund. And in order to get people to invest in Opportunity Funds, the government gave some pretty significant tax benefits to uh, potential investors. Now, of course, uh, who can invest in these? Anyone can invest in them. However, only people that have capital gains and capital gains events can uh, receive the tax benefits investing into the opportunity fund.
3: Right. So you you have to sell something, basically. that was kind of the motivation of the law was to make people sell stuff, get off the sidelines of having some huge gains and say, okay, hey, we're going to release this money, put it back into the community. But also, one thing, I don't know if you, you know, necessarily said that, but you know they have to be kind of, what is it? I don't know if they call it depressed. What was the... Uh, yeah, what lower,
4: was the they yeah. have to
3: have uh, lower incomes.
1: So it's uh, they look at the census tracts. They look at the income levels in those census tracts. And really, the federal government said, this is what qualifies. And then the federal government allowed the state governments to choose 25% of those census tracts that qualified in each of their individual states.
3: Right. Okay. And so one of the... Um, unique things about this, of course, is you're having to do. It's all ground up development, right? It has to be kind of like, just not remodels. It has to be kind of real, bigger development. Yeah, one
1: correct? of the one of the big rules is called substantial improvement, and what that means is you have to put money into a project. On a one-to-one basis, equal to the value of the structures that are built on the land, not including the value of the land itself. So, yes, ground-up development works great. You can think it's pretty easy to substantially improve a parking lot. A little harder if you have, say, like a fully occupied office building. You know, how do you spend enough money to make that project pencil?
3: Yeah, so it has to be a, a big – yeah, you can't just go through and remodel the place and say, hey, it, it, look, it looks a lot better because it's pretty hard to do a remodel where it's a one-to-one basis in terms of mm-hmm. the value, right? Really just talking about the one of the crazy zones, I think, um, just because my office is here and we're surrounded by cranes. <laughs> and throughout any, you ask any of my clients, you'll know that, that uh, often the street's closed or often this is closed or something for construction. But one of the crazy things is downtown San Jose is one of these census tracts, right? And, mm-hmm. and so that's where you can be putting some of this money. And, and tell us more about like what, what Urban Castle is doing and what kind of their vision is for the, how to use this opportunity
1: zone. Sure. Urban Catalyst, you know, we're focused on ground-up development. We are structured a lot like a traditional real estate equity fund, but of course, we give the benefits of the Opportunity Zone legislation to our investors. Even more specifically than doing developments in the San Francisco Bay Area is that we are extremely focused on downtown San Jose. We think downtown San Jose from a economic development standpoint is the best opportunity zone in California, if not the entire country. We currently have six projects in our pipeline. They're all ground up development projects in the downtown area.
3: Yeah. And, and so actually, one thing we should probably talk about is the, is the tax benefits, because we didn't really hit that too much. So you have to have a capital gain. And so mm-hmm. obviously, there's some motivation for you to sell the capital gain. So, so what is that? So there are three main
1: types of capital gains that we see in our investors. The first is, of course, the sale of property. The second is the sale of a business. And the third is the sale of stock. And you hit the nail right on the head when you said it's the federal government wanted people to come off the sidelines. You can see people sitting there, you know, they have a ton of, say, Facebook stock options and they don't necessarily want to sell and diversify their portfolio because they don't want to pay the taxes. And now they have the opportunity to be able to invest in real estate without paying the taxes. And that's, that's really a new thing for them.
3: Yeah, and so basically what the the law says is if you invest your capital gains here, it has to be only the capital gains, not the principal. So the weird part about when you sell that stock is you can't invest the money you put into the stock or the price of the stock, but the gain, of course you can. And then when do they have to pay back that gain?
1: So they have to invest within 180 days of their capital gains event. So it's very similar to a 1031 exchange. And there are three major benefits. The first benefit is they're able to defer their capital gains taxes for seven years. So that means through December 31st, 2026. The second major benefit is when they pay their taxes seven years later, they get a 15% discount the IRS looks at that as a step-up in basis. But right. really what it means is if you owed $100 in taxes, you only owe 85 exactly. And then the third major benefit, which is really the biggest benefit, is that after holding your money in an opportunity fund for 10 years, all of the profits from that opportunity fund are tax-free from a federal capital gains perspective.
3: Yeah. And so that, that's the part I think where people get confused on somewhat is that it's not your capital gain that goes away. It gets reduced by 15%. It's just whatever the opportunity zone does. And so obviously that begs a big question of how good is this opportunity zone? Because by definition, it's invested in places that typically weren't very good about development or didn't have a lot of development. Now, the downtown San Jose ones. Almost a joke because <laughs> there's <is> so much <laughs> development. I don't know if you can go two blocks without something being developed <laughs> downtown. So, uh, so that's what is, yeah, you know, like you said, one of the best opportunity zones. So, uh, you know, so yeah, just tell some, you know, more about. I mean, uh, what types of opportunity zones, or what are you seeing out there? Because I, I know there's a lot of advertising I'm getting. Uh, as a financial advisor at Opportunity Zones, but a lot of these people have never done them. So I, I first wanted to hit your point. Yes, it is
1: kind of a little bit confusing. You still have to pay your capital gains taxes after seven years, and then the big benefit after holding your money for ten years, getting all the profits tax free. You know, it really does matter what type of you know investment vehicle that you invest in. Because if there are no profits, what's the whole point of all of this, right? <laughs> exactly, right. right. So if they don't do a good job. Exactly. We're, we're a development company. We're real estate first. Our projects stand on their own. Uh, for my entire career, I've been going out and doing these larger development projects and going out getting project-specific financing you know, without any of these additional tax benefits. So the way that we look at it is we're project first, and then the opportunity zone benefits are just kind of the icing on the cake the way that the rules were written, it really came out that real estate worked initially, okay. but in this latest round of guidance, something kind of exciting really for downtown San Jose specifically is they have clarified how opportunity funds can invest in business. Now we don't do that at urban catalyst. We're a real estate company. However, you can think that now the new rule and I'll, I'll try to be very clear about this and kind of simplify it. If There's three, you have to meet one of three rules. And the easiest one to meet is if 50% of your payroll is located in an opportunity zone, you are now in a qualified opportunity zone business. You think venture capital companies and angel investors here in Silicon Valley They have lots of capital gains. I see them all forming their own funds and then forcing all the startups that they invest in to move into an opportunity zone. And of course, downtown San Jose is the most likely zone to do that. I would think hundreds, if not a thousand startups will start in downtown San Jose in the next couple of years based upon this legislation. What's the benefit the business gets from it? Well, you can imagine, you know, in the news today, of course, Uber's doing their IPO. Imagine the next Uber starts in downtown San Jose. You know, if it has been a 10-year hold, we'll receive all of their profits tax-free.
3: Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, that's why they're going to be wanting to move Mm -hmm. here for sure. So, Really appreciate having you out here. Opportunity zones are really exciting. They're not necessarily for everybody. It's money that you obviously cannot use for 10 years. No liquidity, really, other than you know the hopeful distributions. But you know you can't just call up and cash in some money. So you do have to know that part. And you know there's a lot more you can learn. So if you wanted to get a little bit more information about your fund, especially, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you? Please check us out online at urbancatalyst.com. Yep, so that's urbancatalyst.com. And as always, if you have a question or anything, you can give us a call at 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. With that, we'll be right back.
4: Who will star in your movie? You've spent years working, taking care of your kids, saving money. And now you're nearing retirement, or maybe you're already retired. Now it's your turn. You get to write the script. Will your retirement be filled with travel, time with your grandchildren, days spent reading or laughing with friends? Eric Heckman and the team at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services have helped hundreds of families write their retirement script. Don't let financial limitations take the starring role of your retirement. Eric and his team want you to be the star of the rest of your life. They'll help you create a financial strategy tailored to your lifestyle and long-term financial goals. Call Eric Heckman and the Heckman Financial and Insurance Services team today, 800-224-2489, and set a visit, 800-224-2489, 800-224-2489. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, a registered investment advisor.
2: Hi, I'm Lee Ann Fulmer here with Eric Heckman. And today on our show, we're talking about questions you should be asking yourselves before you actually retire. And we've been discussing managing our wealth in retirement today, Eric. So I think it's time for another wealth success story.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, this one's just, I have a, a couple where they came in, they just kind of want to do an update. He's going out on a family medical leave to kind of hang out with his parents for a while and, and such. And, uh, you just want to make sure okay is everything good are we doing fine you know anything we should change and they asked the question they're uh, they have a little bit of a disparity in age uh, he's like 7 7 years older he wants to retire soon and partner's like well i don't know if we want to stop working quite yet but you know if i did <laughs> you know, what, what would it be <laughs> and when we ran the numbers you know they could do it today if they really wanted to you know they're making good money they're they're both doing very well so Yeah, the other thing, of course, is do they want to be home that much or do they want to, you know, what are they going to do then? And, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's a little bit more social stuff that you have to figure out. But, you know, it's really nice when you sit down and say, okay, let's run this at really low rates, you know, taking out the money you want to take out, planning for uh, how much extra cost the medical would be and all those types of things. And when we did that, they're done. They're financially done. You know, they just don't have, all, all they have to be now is not. not really stupid with their money, you right. know, not put it all at higher risk. And, you know, we've done it. We've already got it broken down to this, a lot of foundational assets, stuff that can't get lost. You know, we've got some good steady income money, even though they don't need the income today, it's at least sitting there generating that income. So if they wanted to retire, they could stop and turn that income going to them versus being reinvested elsewhere. And, you know, then of course they get the market money. So, you know, they're set up the right way. They're ready to go. And, Anytime they want to, we can pull that trigger and, and, you know, go off and have fun and do what they want versus what they got to do. Obviously, number one has to always be, and I always have to harp on this. (laughs) It's kind of like my kids, you know, "Ah, why are you keep annoying me, dad? Uh, Yeah, first thing's got to be retirement income. You got to have that. No income, no retirement. So you got to have that income source. How are you going to get that income? Of course, Social Security is part of that. So you want to have a plan for, for planning that Social Security income. But you also have to figure out that income gap and where are those other income assets coming from. And so that's the top two things that you need to do. Of course, you need to be you know, figure out how you're going to pay for this health care, the long-term care stuff. I mean, the stuff that used to kill you, now they just give you a pill for. You but live. that pill costs money. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everything else costs money. So, uh, you know, we're living a lot longer. And then, of course, tied in with that same kind of issue is inflation. You know, how are you going to pay for it, all these inflated costs. Uh, you know, you can say, I remember when this was this much, but it doesn't matter. It's still this much today and <laughs> it's going to get higher tomorrow and higher after that. So, you know, how are you going to combat that inflation? You know, the best way I have found is having a plan, having, having a course of action. So, You know, the reason we've created the Blueprint to Worry Less Wealth is we want you to worry less about retirement, more about having fun, enjoying life, and and having that that ideal wantment where you do what you want to do, not what you got to do. And so really what we do is we go through there the five key areas, which is, of course, income, investments, taxes, healthcare, legacy, all those types of issues. If you want to find out about how to visit with us and how to sit down with us for this totally free complimentary consultation, just text the word VISIT, V-I-S-I-T, VISIT to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT to 800-454-1184 or go to wealthcreatorradio.com, wealthcreatorradio.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Talk to you soon.